We declare your nature, your character to this place. We receive you. We receive you. Yes, Father, we just, we just thank you for your presence. We just thank you for your presence. The veil is torn. Yes, the veil is torn. The veil is torn. Yes. Yes, we just thank you for your presence. That was released when the veil was torn. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. We just release the fullness of your kingdom right now on all these people. All these people. Healing, restoration, joy, peace, love. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Move among you. Receive it. Receive it. Whatever the need is, receive it. Rule and reign of the king. This king is to give, not to take, not to tax. Rule of this king is to give. So taste and see that the Lord, the king, is good. How blessed are those who take refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. He says that you can drink your fill of the rivers of his delights. You're good. And your presence is fullness of joy. At right hand, pleasures forever. Lord, the pleasures forever in your right hand. What's in your left? Oh, I like to see. Yeah, Jesus. I like that. during worship or at this part of the service that they feel any heat on their body like anywhere in their I was feeling like something up in this way yeah right here right here Father we just bless what you're doing Father Father we're just going to bless it yeah yeah God all you it's not any man it's just your presence your spirit thank you Holy Spirit Yes, we just bless what you're doing. Yes, on their bodies. Healing right now on their bodies. In Jesus' name. Yes. 
just just as a testimony, just um, if you have any pain in your body or, or if you had it when you came in, just test it out right now. Just see if there's any difference. Test it out. Just you gotta get up, stand up, bend over, whatever. Just just test it. If you would just if, if you notice like maybe like 80% difference, uh, that's got 80% better. Would you just raise your hand? Amen. Anybody just any difference? Yeah. Father, we just bless what you're doing. Father, we just thank you. We just ask for more. Yeah. Thank you, Father. You're amazing. Thank you for touching me. I'm going to be seated. Let's keep playing. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Thank you. 
stay here for a second if we could guys keep going just because I like the sound of it (laughs) but there's a picture that I have that I want to share so if you'll close your eyes so that you can maybe um, join me with this is there's a picture of and forgive me I'm, I'm close enough just being dangerous with this so if you physics guys out there and gals know that uh this better than me, but I'm going to describe to you the picture of a, of a pendulum, and there's balls that are hanging from it, all at different lengths, but they all start out on the same side. And when they release, they go out, but because they're at different lengths, they do this beautiful swerve. And you're enamored with the release of God in your life when it's first released, because all these elements are in this beautiful swerve, because they're all in different lengths, swinging, but the timing of it. But as they go, because the lengths of the string are different, they go out of rhythm. And you look at it, and it looks like it's chaos, because one's going at a different rhythm, one's going faster, one's going slower. And everything in your soul wants to say, get back in order, get back in order. I need it back in order. And you begin to see this beautiful thing that started out as beauty, that you called beauty, that you recognized as beauty, becomes chaos to you. And it becomes discerning to you. And you're trying with everything in your might to figure out how to get that picture back. But if you wait, if you wait, if you wait, it will come back in order in the most beautiful way. And it comes back in the exact same rhythm, the exact same curve and swing because those strings that are attached to all these different things in your life come back in order. And I believe that the Spirit of God is wooing us into this thing tonight of saying, reminding. It's just I heard it in worship as the songs we were singing, the things that were coming out of our mouth were reminding our soul, wait on the Lord. Because what seems to be chaos is going to come back into order. What seems to be out of rhythm and that this curve that is no longer present in my life that is beauty is going to come back into order. And so we call wait upon the Lord. So I want you to do that with me. Wait upon the Lord, soul. Wait upon the Lord. Take confidence. What is it? Psalm 27 where it says, take confidence in the Lord. Oh, my soul. Take confidence in the Lord. In his way. And so I think that there's just some words that are going to come out tonight that are, you are in chaos and the Lord is speaking beauty back to you. 
He's reminding you of beauty tonight and the words that come forth. And and the atmosphere is if you hear something tonight and it speaks beauty and it speaks order to something going on in your life, take it. Even if it's being spoken to someone else specifically as we look at it and it's stirring in you, I encourage you to take it because it's in the atmosphere. It is the Holy Spirit who's saying there's beauty. There's beauty in this chaos. Give me time. Give me your time and it will come in order. Um, who does that register with? Could I ask you to stand up? Who feels like their life is in chaos and that was really ministering to them? Can I ask you to stand up, please? Right. Awesome. I just felt like that, um, that there's something really um, significant to be received there that uh, sometimes we need to take, you know, stand up and intentionally receive something to get the fullness of it. Does that make sense? And so if I, if I could, Leanne, could you pray that the two words that she spoke out of there that really um, hit home are, well, there's all of it hit home, but um, instructional. The two instructional words is what I mean are wait and rest. Wait and rest and then watch. Actually, if I could add one more, wait, rest, and watch everything come back into order in the timing of the Lord. And so I'm going to ask her just to pray um, for those things specifically. And uh, um, if you have peace about it, I, I don't like instructing people too much, but if you could lift your hands and just put yourself in receiving mode, just feel like he really wants to, um, to do something inside your soul. Amen. Yeah. I'm glad she said raise your hands because the picture that I got was, um, when, you know when you're standing and watching something and you get white knuckled? Just release your white knuckles. Release your white knuckles. So, Father, right now, just Holy Spirit, you're brooding. Man, I love it when you're not only in us, but you come upon us. You move around us. You swirl. And right now, Lord, come. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, just come and begin to swirl around these hands that have been white knuckled that have been waiting for the chaos to take order. And we speak the peace of God. Wait upon the Lord. You're not missing. You didn't miss it. You're not lost. You're not forgotten. Wait and come into rest. I come into rest. Speak that to your soul. I come into rest. And then see Watch, see with new eyes out of this place of waiting and rest. See now. Start to get glimpses of the beauty that's coming. Anticipate the beauty that's coming. Not the beauty that was lost, but the beauty that's coming. Begin to stir yourself with the Lord. Begin to let that water of his word wash over you with the reminder that it is beauty that's coming. And so, Lord, we just, we thank you. We thank you that you are mindful. Ha! You are mindful. You are ever so mindful and watchful over us. And that you are asking us to do the same thing that you do over us and say, I know the beauty. Ha! I know the beauty. So, Lord, bless them now. Lord, I speak that word bless. Literally, bless them into this place. 
We speak blessing, just a, a, a sweet kiss of the Spirit upon you right now to wait and watch the chaos turn into alignment and order. It is coming. Wait, rest, and see, eyes to see the beauty that comes. Wow. Woo. Weariness, weariness, weariness. Uh, right now, I, I recognize you. You are coming right now. You are coming to remind souls right now that they're tired. I tell you to get up and out of here. Weariness. You're walking around out in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord comes to strengthen, not remind you of that you're weak. Where you are weak, He is strong. He's coming to remind you of the strength in the Lord, not that you're weary. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Do you mind still playing? Thank you. Rick, I want to speak over you. Would you please stand up? Um, I saw. Hear me out here. I, I saw a picture of you, and you were you were very fat. You're not fat, but you were in the picture. You were very fat, and the Lord said that you are about to be pregnant again. That you are not done birthing things in this land. You're going to plant and birth more. And it didn't feel like more dwelling places. I'll just be honest, but I want you to, you'll weigh that out. But it, it, there's something else in you to be birthed. And I want to say right now that I want to um, somehow supernaturally release your time to begin to pray and dream again into something that the Lord is putting inside of you that really needs to be birthed. And I'm going to ask that people get around you to help that come forward. I don't even know if you have anything specific yet, but I saw you, you know, when women um, are first pregnant, the first couple of months, they just look fat before they start really showing, right? That's what it was like. You're not even showing yet. You're just looking fat. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So it's early. It's early in the process. But can I pray for it? <laughs> Where's Paula? Is she here? Paula! Hey, Paula. He's the fat one. How are you? He's beautiful. <laughs> All right, Father. I want to speak to the spirit inside of Rick and Paula and say, dream, 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 dream bigger, dream more. That the time, whoa! Father, we ask you for your grace over his time and his schedule and that he would be able to bring your dreams inside of him to full term. 
Father, we want to ask you for free dreaming without any boxes, without any limits, without any preconceived notions, that it feels like a new day. Whoa, I don't want to put my hair up. It feels like a new day. <laughs> a new day. Thank you, Lord. We bless that. We bless that. We bless that in Jesus' name. We bless that in Jesus' name. And Paula, whatever this is, whatever is beginning to be burst, you have a significant role in that. It almost feels like the Lord's been saving you for that. It almost feels like there, there's something that is going to light up your heart to such a degree, Paula, there's gonna, um, that the season that you guys knew was coming I want to hear this right. It's not like you haven't been together. You have absolutely been together. But there is a season that you have both seen from a distance that you would both be together with one heart, one passion, one vision in it together and, and full-blown. Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't have the right words. But whatever is dreaming inside and whatever is about to be birthed has just as much to do with you. And it will not feel burdensome. It will not feel like it's full of shoulds. It will, it will be a, a right fit. It will be an exact right fit for who you are and how God made you to be. Amen. I'll start over here. Uh, in the black, right here? Yes. Um, what's your name? Virginia. Hi, Virginia. Um, the, the image that I saw, Virginia, was you um, standing before a, a tomb and a, a stone before the tomb. And, um, and the word of God has been brewing in you in a very, very, very deep place. And you were on the cusp of speaking to the stone and telling it to move, believing what has been dead will be resurrected and brought back to life. And you were, you were on that brink of almost to a point where I, I feel like there's maybe even a few people around you that are questioning your steadfastness to believe that this is going to be possible for you. And that, um, and so what I want to encourage you about is that I see this picture and I see the word of God just literally brewing in you. And you're wondering, am I going to have the right words? And what if this does, and I call it forth and it doesn't happen. And, and I want to break disappointment off of you for years and years of things that have just literally weighed you down and been shackles on your feet. I just see just them falling off because of your faithfulness to walk up to a tomb and say, stone, roll away. I call forth a vision that has been dead and that has been forgotten. And it is for the truth to come back to the body of Christ. For the foundation of his love and the foundation of the cross and you have so many lives around you. I see brokenness in your family of just things that have been ripped. Um, I see some maybe, um, and I'm 
forgive me if this is not the right word for it, but almost the tearing of things like addiction and the tearing of things of, of um, disputes and, and anger and bitterness have torn at your family. Is that, is that accurate? Okay. They, these things have torn at the family vision, the things that has been called forth of your family. And you're standing at the tomb as the faithful woman, the prayers of a righteous woman availeth much. And the stone is going to get rolled away. So right now we just extend hands to you, Virginia. And we say, bless you for being faithful to the Lord. Bless you for being faithful to the word of God. We speak life to that place in you that hasn't had affirmation. And we say yes and amen to the promises and intentions of God that are so deep within you that desire to cry out and say, stone be rolled away. Life over my family. Life over my family. Life over my family and my community. You see it not only in your family, but you see it tearing at your community. And we just pray right now. This is a righteous woman that has been praying. And we say thank you to you, Virginia, for praying when we didn't know you were praying. For standing where we didn't know you were standing. For crying out when we thought we were forgotten and you remembered. We say thank you. And the Lord says, thank you for caring about what I care about. You care what he cares about, Virginia. You care what he cares about. Bless you. This is fun standing over there. This is the first time she and I get to be together. This is a lot of fun. Um, uh, I think they're with you. Is who are these guys next to you? Yes. 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 Is Tammy still here? Tammy, we're gonna tag on this one. Um, when I first saw um, the two of you, right? Yes. What are your, is is it? A, they, they do. Thank you for doing that. Hartley, is that your last name? Harvey. Okay, it's close. Um, but when I first uh, was standing behind you, one of the things that um, that I that I sensed was a um, tiredness. You know, stick with me. Okay, is that there is a um, a waiting that has been inside of you, a deep waiting, a deep brooding that has been inside of you that has um, you've been faithful to press through, but it is deep in you. It's um, it's almost like you catch glimpses and you see things come out of the almost like little flickers of things, and you look really quick and it's gone. And, you, and it's almost like a, a weariness to go to keep looking at certain things. And then I saw this flash of a movie. And then it was all of this stuff going on, this really long movie, this beautiful story. And then it said, all of a sudden, you know how the movies come up and it goes five months later, dot, dot, dot. In five months something that you have been brooding over, something that you have sown into, something that has been long awaiting within you will come forth. And this season, 
in the season. And I'm, the only reason why I'm saying five is because it says five months, dot, dot, dot. And the, and so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Receive this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the, what I want to speak over to you is I want to speak joy over you because what I felt like had been tackling you is that this exuberance that has been about your past and your history, a part of your story, has kind of waned a little bit. And I see this exuberance needing to come back to you. And the Lord starting to foreshadow to you what to await for in five months. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak to both of you that you would hold on to what you put before him. You laid something at the cross and you said, I'll give this up, Lord. I will follow what you're asking me to do. But it is a dream that's inside of you, especially you, Brian. There is something that you put down. You put it down and you said, Lord, I pray that I pray that I can fully let it down because I know if I do, you'll be faithful. And it's more than resurrecting. It is, And I know that Tammy is praying this. It is a seed that you sowed into the ground. It's something that you sowed and that you put deep into it. And I see life coming over the two of you and exuberance coming over the two of you. Yeah, it's almost... Um, Wow, there's there's a whole album that you haven't written yet. There's a whole album you haven't written yet. And that album is actually for healing of nations. That album's for healing of nations. There's a um and and I know you hang out with these guys, but so so hear this. This isn't I'm not transferring. I literally hear this. It is for the Arab nations. It may not, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to back away from that. There is immense amount of Middle East that is going to flow um, in freedom um, from that album. You may not release it specifically there, but it is going to release great healing over that nation. Because what I see is olives, lots of olives, lots of oil coming out, lots of um, fruitfulness multiplying. Um, and there is a pain that God is going to transfer into a joy that's in that album. There's a pain of something being stolen from you, Brian, that, that is coming into joy. And it's going to release. And the nations need to hear what it's like to rejoice after pain. They need to know what it's like to celebrate again. And that's in that album. And wow, wow, is there power and strength in you. There is a victory cry that needs to come out of you. I see you literally going into places where literally you see chains and all you have to do is go, ah, and things get broken because you get irritated. You get irritated when you're in places. You get literally, your whole being goes, if this stuff doesn't get out of this room, I'm going to crawl out of my skin. And it is because you've been given a voice to go, no more. 
clear the room. No more. The presence of the Lord is going to be here. And so I call forth power to come out of you and establish in your backbone where the enemy has been trying to take away and not let you walk in that strength. We speak strength into your inner being right now and say, rise up, rise up, daughter of God, daughter of the most high God. You are a beautiful daughter of Zion with a victory cry that will not tolerate irritation. Man, you I don't know what it is, but you do not like the drama. You do not like drama. And the Lord is going to use you to clean drama out of the church. Yeah. Um, today you were wanting to go hiking. But uh, it's good. I like the woods. But you're doing what I do sometimes. You run. So, uh, you know, there's, that's calling you back out. It's calling you back out. And uh, there are treasures in there. You're afraid to let them be seen, sort of like what Dave was speaking last night. Been in religious circles where it's been wounded and broken. It's cool to go to the woods, <laughs> but to find it. And Mandy, I saw you. Uh, I saw you. There's tears that have been happening, just crying and longing for just the preciousness of of your father. And I just uh, you're finding it. You're finding. It. I saw it today. So it's beautiful sight. Beautiful sight. You find it too. I don't know if you know this, but uh, y'all moved to Nashville to record. She didn't know that. It's cool that God didn't bring <laughs> Wow. Gentlemen, yeah, you're right here. Could you please stand up? Um, thank you so much for delivering that word about the heat. And I just want to encourage you that you were right on, that that was, you did not miss it. Um, but what I want to call out in you is a prophetic gifting. And I, I love that you went for the healing and I want you to keep going for the healing. But I also, I just want to acknowledge the prophetic voice because um, I think you see gifts in other people and the Lord is starting to show you more and more of the gifts in other people. And I just wanted to say it, it publicly so that you would step out more in that gift. Um, and there is a heart for healing in there too, obviously, and we want that to come forward, absolutely. But in a, uh, if you know that you're in the prophetic um, vein, if that's where the Lord's gifted you, it looks a little bit different. And we can even talk about it a little bit later, but I just wanted to speak that out and call out that prophetic gift in you. Is that okay? All right. There is, um, where's Tammy? She left? Oh, bummer. Ah. Okay, I'll do that later. Um, Tom, <laughs> could you stand up? Um, Tom. We stay at Tom's house. Give Tom a, an applause for hosting us so beautifully. <laughs> 
Um, I felt like the Lord said is that in this next season, he's going to begin to really call up the evangelist in you, that you, um, you have a great passion for the lost. You have a heart um, to see um, the kingdom break out out there and not just in here. And we've never even talked about that, but I, I, can, I can feel this, uh, this um, bubbling evangelist inside of you that has um, been, been laboring and, and dreaming and agonizing uh, for the kingdom to be birthed and broken loose out there. And I, I, I felt like that season is really, it's right around the corner. The Lord is releasing you in a new way, in a new season, and he's calling you his evangelist. And I want to, um, I also see a lot of power like that. That I want to say like a John Wimber ask, you know, power evangelism. The Lord is going to, that's, I, uh, I don't know how this goes doctrinally, so feel free to rebuke me. But the, um, but just like with Wimber, you know, he had to walk through um, the working out of the power. He was an evangelist that had a heart for the lost, but he had to walk through the working out of the power. And the Lord has you in that season where he's going to release you out there, but he's going to walk you through the working out of the power. But he's going to begin to give you vision as to what to do outside these four walls. There's a dreams and manifestation of, of dreams that is about to come forward. So I want to bless that in the name of Jesus. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's more. Let's keep it that way. Come here, Craig. Yeah, Lord. Thank you all so much. There's a few places and times and people that uh, I can just get around that I started getting messed up. It just kind of brings life into my soul, and Craig's one of these guys that... Uh, just a uh, delight to my soul. Just even when we don't even say words to each other, you know. Okay. So I got to be careful in uh, in introducing them, you know. I know we don't really don't need to introduce introduce inter, See, I said. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like the ear thing. Is that okay? Okay, got it. Should I hold it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. God, your presence is... <sighs> I don't want to speak, Father. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. God, I, I thank you that it delights you to give us your kingdom. That you are more excited about the kingdom sometimes than we are. You just thrill over giving it to us, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thanksgiving is our dialect. All we can say is thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. More. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, God. <clears throat> Man, we're just going to go with the flow. There's just so much going on. But that song, the Revelation song, I think it is holy. Singing about his holiness.
talking about the pursuit of his presence. I mean, you realize that when you are pursuing the presence of God, you are pursuing holiness. That's what you're pursuing. You are pursuing that which is completely other. That is, which is completely set apart, completely venerated. Jesus is the Holy One of God. And you and I get to pursue Him. <laughs> this is how much the holiness, his, his holy presence. Now people say God is love, yes. But the world's twisted around. God is holy love. Way different. Way different. His love is holy. His love is a vehement flame many waters cannot quench. That's why he is a consuming fire. That's why fire goes before him, burning up his adversaries round about. And that's why when you approach and pursue his presence, things that are adversarial in you burn up. <laughs> You're like a moth to the flame. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. Wings are fried, your face is singed, but you're in the presence of God. <laughs> oh, his presence, his holiness. I mean, that's what's weighing us down in this world is, yes, yes, this world is this creation, but it's tainted with sin and darkness. But holiness precedes his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. The whole earth is full of his glory. And it's going to be filled with the knowledge of his glory as the waters cover the sea. <laughs> it's happening, man. People are waking up to this holy presence of God. The one thing I believe that set apart Christ from anything else was that this absolute holiness where he comes up to the demonized man and the demon inside this man says, what do you want with us? We know who you are, the Holy One of God. Have you come to destroy us? Do you realize that in the presence of holiness, and the enemy knows this, there's no debate or caucus. In the presence of holiness, the only outcome is destruction of that which is not holy. <laughs> that thing that's pestering you, that thing that's pestering you, you know, you said to the mountain, move. This isn't in my notes. I'm just flowing with the spirit. Amen. You say to that mountain, move. How many of you experience this? And it says no. Let's be honest. Psalm 97, here's what you do. You know what you do? You grab that freaking mountain and you drag it into the presence of God where the mountains melt like wax. In the presence of the Lord. Okay, fine. You're not, you're not going to melt when I, you're not going to say, leave? Fine. Get over here. And what does that mean? You just start magnifying God. God, you are good. You are so beautiful. You are good. Oh, I love you. Just what we were doing. And that thing just starts to melt. <laughs> Isn't that awesome, dude? That's happening to you right there, dude. You right there. 
God is so putting in you the power and the grace and the audacity to worship God wherever you are. You're the kind of man who's going to be walking. You're not silent anymore. You are not silent anymore. God, open wide your mouth because the Lord's going to fill it. There's praise coming out of you. Massive praise, dude. Just cries of praise. He has delivered you from so much, dude. You know it. Man, he's all over you. You, you are filled and covered in so much glory. And the knowledge of that glory is coming your way. Does that make sense? You're going to see everything different. It's like Romans 1.20. How everything that God has created reveals his divine attributes and his power. So that man is without excuse. You just look out there. And it's the difference between knowledge and no knowledge. You just look outside. And the truth is, there's glory right out there. I look at this dude, and this is a manifestation. God created him. This is a manifestation of his presence. Praise God. Do you realize that according to Hebrews, by one offering, he perfected those who are being sanctified? Do you, now, that doesn't mean character. Your character hasn't been perfected. That is being perfected in process. This is, you are positionally perfect. You can't get a better position in the presence of God than you have right now. I mean, you sense that? You sense that revelation? It's like, dude, whoa, what, what? You are positionally perfect. That's why you can go in with confidence, with boldness. Any time, any moment. He's with you now, pure, all the time. You can't run away from him. You're running right back into him. He's so big. You can't, he's here. It's just an awareness. It's just an awareness that he's giving you all. There is such an awareness, Pastor, of holiness coming to you guys. But, it, but, but, but it's, some of you might think, oh, great, a list of things to do and not to do to be holy. No. No, 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 no. Now, that's law and religion. <clears throat> I'm talking about this. Here's the holiness of God at work in you. I have a friend who, this is so not on my notes, but I have a friend who owns a jewelry store, and I walk in one day, and he said, Craig, do you want to hold a $50,000 diamond? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So he pulls out of his pocket that tissue paper thing, you know? How many of you have been privileged to see a diamond, like, in, a, in the tissue paper thingy? Okay. Cool. So he lays it out, you know, on the black velvet. There's the light shining down like this. Opens it up. And there is an angel's tear. A star. $50,000. He takes it with a white glove and places it in my hand. All of a sudden, my entire behavior changes. I become completely situationally aware. I crouch down as to create a shelter over this gem, and I'm just breathing, oh my God. 
How much is this? 50,000. It's so clear. I can see right. I think it's looking at me. It's just... And all of a sudden, I become what is absolutely necessary to hold this diamond. I didn't have to think about it. It just happened. You behold. And you become what you behold. And you become what's necessary to hold what God has placed in you. You don't have to think about it. That's why God said, be holy for I am holy. He was just saying, be what I created you to be. You don't have to think about it. You do have to realize what you have, though. Do you realize the Bible says the Holy Spirit has been given you as earnest? Do you realize that earnest actually means engagement ring? You have the very diamond of Christ in you. Oh, goodness. Oh, this holiness. How he would entrust us with that. And all of a sudden, you become what is necessary. <laughs> no list. No ascetics, no calisthenics. You just are in the presence of God. Oh, that's good. <sighs> Greg is 49 years old. I met him June 14th. Been HIV positive since 87. Met him at a gay pride event. I was downtown sharing my faith and it's one of the top 10 largest gay pride events in the nation. 120,000 people show up, half of them missing their clothes. And I met Greg, about this tall, no teeth, looking like the world has just stepped on him. In the past three months I've known him, five of his friends have died from either AIDS, murder, or suicide. He called me. The day I met him, I passed out a card. Hey, man, if you want to talk, give me a call. He calls me and he said, so what's your agenda? Are you out to change me? And I said, dude, I can't even change my oil. How am I going to change you? He laughed and I said, here's the deal. I, I have met the Holy One of God. And if you want to be in his presence, man, you can hang out. And if not, we never have to talk again. He called me the next day. He said, I want to meet. But he said, there's something I think you need to know. Now, this is kind of funny. Can I share this, honey? This is kind of funny. And he kind of talks like Jerry Lewis. I love doing voices. So he kind of talks like this, you know? And I'm not making fun of him. I just like how he talks. He talks like this. Kind of a Joe Pesci, kind of a uh, Jerry Lewis kind of a thing. And he says, uh, hey, Craig, it's Greg. Hey, Greg, what's going on? Nothing. I just uh, want to meet, but uh, here's something I, I think I got to tell you. I'm like, okay, what? Like, um, well, do you know what gay guys get? And here's my bonehead response. I literally do this, uh, other guys? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he laughs and says, no. I mean, yes, but no. He said, I, I, have, I have HIV. I've had it for a long time. And I said, so? He said, well, what do you mean so? Doesn't that bother you? I was like, dude, Jesus is all over that, man. Let's hook up. So we hooked up. He asked me, <clears throat> what do you think about homosexuality? I said, I believe what the Bible says, but that's irrelevant right now. Let's just hang out with Jesus. And so we've been hanging out with Jesus. I don't even talk to him about, he brings it up a lot. I, I never bring it up. But let me show you, he's, he's been texting me things. You mind if I read some of these? They're real short. Let's see here. This is all about the presence of God. <clears throat> and I bought him a, a Bible, a large print Bible. His eyesight's going. At one point, he was on 30 different kinds of pills a day, just trying to stay alive. He lives in Section 8 housing. Got him a Bible, and I said, hey, dude, let, this week, let's read John. He's like, okay. He texted just the other day, reading John. I guess Jesus really is the only one I can count on. Gives me another text. What is propitiation? <laughs> propitiation. Text me another one. Oh. <laughs> he just said, I like it here. And then one more. He's been sending a lot. He said, you're making it easy. <laughs> he said, you're making it easy for me to fall in love with Jesus. <laughs> it's all his presence. <laughs> it's just all his presence. There is nothing the nearness of Christ cannot overcome. Two weeks ago, he said, Craig, I'm going to go straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's just amazing. We're just, we're just basking in the presence of God. Just basking, just feasting at his table, man. I was downtown just last Saturday waiting for him, and I was going to go wait at a bar with my Bible. and I felt like God said, go sit on the steps of this Unitarian church. Read there. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm sitting there, and this young lady runs past me, runs into the church, comes back out. Is this a Catholic church? I said, no, no, not quite. It's kind of, you know, you know uh, all things, you know, every, uh, everything bagel kind of a thing. <laughs> if you like that, go for it. I wouldn't recommend it. But I said, what's going on? She said, I need priests. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, I'm a priest. <laughs> so I said, what, what's going on? Her name is Kate. She's 21 years old. 
been battling anxiety for three years. Now, if you, any of you know my story, I battled clinical depression for 10 years. And I said, sit down. We talked for 20 minutes. She's just crying. And I was just telling her about how we've all been designed to consume physically and spiritually. You, you are attached to something every, every moment of your life. And whatever you attach to is what you receive. Jesus is the true vine. All others are parasitic and false. How about we get attached to the true vine? Become a branch and just receive what the vine wants to give you. Eat and drink. <laughs> oh, man, it was a beautiful encounter. Just the presence of God. We hugged. I gave her my number. I never asked for a number. I said, here's my number. It's up to you. She said, well, I'm never going to call you. I really don't know you. I said, well, we walk in the light of season, light. We have fellowship with one another. But that's up to you. God bless you. And I always say, I'm married 23 years. I have a son your age, as a matter of fact. But she texted. Her text was something to the effect of, how do I do that focus thing you were talking about? How do I get my eyes on Jesus? I'm surrounded by fear. Man, I just start texting away. <laughs> Prophecy, blessing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You are a new creation. He is making you a new creation. You're in his hand, you know, and we're just, boom. Man. Oh, awesome. After that, the same day, the Lord says, why don't you head on over to this hookah bar called Lava. I go in there, sit down. There's only one dude smoking a chimney stack in the corner and all alone, just. <laughs> I was like, dang, dude, that's awesome. So I sit down and I'm just waiting and it's like, and I meet Mo, he's the manager. I say, Marhaba, huh? Marhaba, Yasadiki, Habibi. You know, hello, my friend, I love you. And he's like, oh, cool, Arabic. And I'm like, that's all I know, sorry. So <laughs> but we get to talking and get to know him. Then I sit down and I'm just waiting. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting up. There's a point. I'm not just here to share stories. I want to show you something about the presence of God. So I'm just kind of waiting. There's, this, there's the chimney dude over there. and Moe's in the back. And in comes this young college kid. His name is Nasser. Just transferred to Indy. He's from Saudi Arabia. I say, marhaba. I go, Marhaba. And I'm like, that's all I know, dude. Sorry. <laughs> He's already texted me, hasn't he, hon? We're going to meet when I get back. He doesn't have a friend. But he's going to have two really soon. <laughs> Man, so what's going on? What's going on? I love this. So let us go out to him outside the camp and endure the insults Christ endured. For here we do not have a lasting city, but we are seeking the city which is to come. Let me give you the message translation. So let's go outside where Jesus is, where the action is. Uh, I know. See, here's the deal. Every morning I go to work, 
I step out of my house at around 3.30 a.m. And I always look for the moon. Well, the moon. Stare at it. And I think of the psalm that says, sun and moon, let the sun and the moon praise God. I'm like, dude, you are just mooning. <laughs> praise God, man. God, you made that. Look at him reflect the sun. It's like, oh, so awesome. You do that so well. No one can moon like you do. God, you are so beautiful. How'd you do that? It's just magnificent. I get my J 91 Geo Prism. I go to work. I go to my morning partners, Mike and Amy. I said, Have you guys, did you guys see the moon? They're like, no, no. And I, every morning I ask, did you see the moon? You know the super moon we had recently? Oh, wow. And then my morning partner, Mike, said, you know, and I've been asking this for two and a half years. I come in every morning, did, did you see the moon? And I describe it, it's a nail sliver, it's like the thumb, it's like God just clipped it and just stuck it right there in the black and said, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Only God can do that. You know, St. Francis called it bro brother, son, sister, moon. And Mike, my morning partner, said, yeah, I never go outside. This just occurred to me. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I'm in my house. I go into the garage. I go into my car. Still haven't been outside. While I'm still inside my car, I drive outside, park about 10 feet in front of the door. I'm inside again. I go upstairs. Now I'm higher inside. I never really am outside. And I thought, what a sad statement. Never outside to see the glory of God. Let that not happen to us. From church to work to school to a conference, all fine. But don't forget to go outside where the action is. <laughs> you know, God, his pathways drip with fatness. <laughs> Butter fat, that's anointing. And his pathways are in you and they're here. But you know, where I see God trod a lot is out there. Oh, his pathways just... Who is that? Oh, it's just Rick. He's just walking the pathways of God. <laughs> just sludging along. You're in the anointing. I was taking a walk in the neighborhood, and I want you to know it's not. I, I, I've, shared you some, <laughs> I've shared you some success. You know, success is just obeying. Okay, do we all understand that? Do we all understand that? Okay. Because I've had a bomb of a year, too. But it's been fun to just sludge around in God's pathways because I'm with Jesus, his presence. Oh, so I'm taking a walk in this neighborhood that's not mine. And God says, see that big house? I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Go up there, knock on the door and see if they want some prayer. And I'm like, but God, I'm just enjoying walking with you. He's like, hey, 
I gave this to you so you could give it to someone else. And then you can have more. Like, okay. <laughs> so I knock up on the door and big guy answers with a beer and I hear the, I hear the Colts playing in the background. You never interrupt a Colts game in Indianapolis. And he's looking at me like, um, when do you want to die, dude? That kind of a thing. <laughs> and I said, uh, hey, just want to know if you need any prayer. No. All right, God bless you. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> Man, that has happened so many times this year. But I'm just sludging off, leaving a slick trail behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, God, what was that? He said, I just want to see if you would do it. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Amen. But listen, and, you, and then someone would say, oh, the anointing wasn't with you. Yes, he was. He was with me. Listen, there's four types of soils. Some are just going to react like that. And it, it, there's tons of different responses, man. But doesn't that help to realize that all the pathways, they drip with fatness, with his presence, man. Just being aware. So we just sludge along. Slugs. <laughs> and people see it. And some people want to get slimy and some don't. Some want to put salt on you and just dry you up. <laughs> oh, but you know, that's what you are. You, you, you are so, you have such the joy of the Lord and such a kind, you are so kind. And you know why? It's because you have been beat up. God loves you so much and you know it. But he's going to give you a revelation of that love. And you are going to tackle people with his love, man. Because you know why? Because you are a lover. You are such a lover. And he is the lover of your soul. He is wooing you and romancing you. And you're a dancer, too. Cut a rug with Christ, man. <laughs> Amen, dude? <laughs> you're a good man. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, his love is just coming on. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Pay attention right when you go to bed. Just take 10 minutes and just wait and say, Jesus, please reveal yourself right now. Watch what happens. Amen? What's your name? Deanne. It's nice to meet you. So, am I running late? It's 829. Oh, thank you, Lord, for healing. Whoa, okay. There's just like some healing of prostates going on, I think. Mostly for the men. How many women are healed? Said, hey! Creative miracle. <laughs> just stepping out of faith. You know, just keep your hands to yourself. Everything's fine. But Father, we thank you for your anointing on prostates and setting them right. I'm so tired of the news. Oh, well, when you're 50, this is going to happen. I'm like, no. 
No, that's not going to happen to me. That just popped into my head. Praise God. Glory. Amen. Hey, man. If you want it, take it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Glory. Thank you for your healing, Lord. And hernias, too. I see an umbilical hernia. Does anybody have an umbilical hernia? If You do. Father God, I thank you for your healing. Just push that back in. Thank you for your love and your butter fat. Thank you, God, for just pushing that back in. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That is, oh, thank you, Father. Yeah, yeah, guys. Just keep, keep sharing the oil. Mm. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> so this guy comes up to me uh, about three weeks ago and says he wants to meet. And we meet at the church. And it, it was good, but it was at the church. And, you know, you understand. I, I, once again, I want to go outside where the action is, where Jesus is. So I said, you want to meet again? He's like, yeah. I said, do you like beer? He said, yeah. So I said, let's go to the pint room next week. So we go to the pint room. We just order one each and some calamari. And he asks, how do I pursue God? This is just perfect, dude. He says, how do I pursue God? And I take his beer and I place it in front of him. And I said, look, tell me what you see. So the beer? I said, no, no, hold on. You're looking at it. Look to it. Tell me what you see. Well, I see a nice amber color. I see a bunch of bubbles rising to the top. I see some cool water droplets going down the side of the glass. A nice foamy head. I see a swirl of bubbles at the bottom. And then I'm like, now taste and see that the beer is good. And I said, now, let's do the same with Jesus. Because here it is. I think, I, I like 2 Corinthians 11.3. I think that's where it is, where Paul said, paraphrasing, I fear I don't want you to be deceived in your minds as Eve was from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. From the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Jesus, Father, God, I want to pursue you. What does that mean? What is that? It's everything and then one thing. You know, to love God is to long to do so. If you've ever wondered, do I love God? The answer is yes. If you didn't, you would never wonder if you didn't. You see what I'm saying? To love God really is to long to do so. I love this scripture. And this is just... Just my idea of the pursuit of his presence, for me, defined in simplicity, is Isaiah 45, 22. Certain translations say, return to me, but I like this one. Look to me and be saved. All ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Look to me and be saved. Look to me and be free. Look to me and be filled. How often do you need to look to God? <laughs> Every freaking nanosecond. Look to me and be saved every moment. What has your focus has you. You become what you behold. Those who made false gods with mouths that do not speak, ears that do not hear, eyes that do not see, and those who make them will be like them. You become what you behold. 
And so it's just like this. And this is so awesome, this look. This, by implication, look to me means face me. That's what it means. Face me. When, the God, when God said, seek me, my heart said, your, your face, O Lord, I will seek. You know the bread of his presence in the Holy of Holies, you know, where it was there seven days and then the priest would mow down on it? It was really called, it was the bread of his face. It's like you could see God. He was so trying to figure out how to just get man in front of his face without killing the man. It's like, here, this bread, uh, which will one day be my son, Jesus Christ. But for now, this bread, the bread, the show bread, the bread of his presence, i.e. the bread of his faces or the bread of his face. It's like you could just see God crying out. I so want to get you to look at me. Because I'm looking at you constantly. Just one glance. Face me. It literally means venture on him. Venture holy. <laughs> venture on him. You know what that means? An undertaking involving uncertainty as to the outcome. That's the thrill. When you face God, you don't know what's going to come. But you know it will be holy love. He trods on loving kindness and truth. It's just like, hey, is that Will? Hey, oh, you heard me. Hey, Will. That's Will. See that little baby there? He's short. You probably can't see him. <laughs> I met Will this afternoon at a coffee shop. I picked him up. And I... Try to, you know, I, I'm, you know how kids, and I'm like trying to lock on, you know, so it's like God in us, you know, and God's like, come on, man. you know, and you're like, just enamored by all the world, and then, and Will locked on me, and his chubby knuckled finger just went, just started playing with my spear. And he buried his head in my face, and he came back up laughing. We did that for, what, five minutes? It was the perfect example. And all of a sudden, he was in my presence, and oh, I was in his. It was beautiful. And then what's interesting is we did it outside the camp, and other people noticed it. Some man comes up and says, some stranger, you didn't know him. He said, we were watching you from a distance. You're beautiful, you and your son. Not me, to her. But why? Other people were watching. What? They were watching the presence of this. How much more the presence of Christ in you and me. Listen, they're looking. People are watching you. Oh, it's so delightful, the presence of God. Love it. Love him here. Love him here. Love him in the home. And then just don't forget that he is so outside the camp. So outside the camp. So it's like this. Close your eyes if you want to. Now you have to understand, earthly kings say, look at me. No, 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 not Jesus. He says, look to me. Close your eyes. Just look to Jesus right now. 
Look to him right now. Speak out what you see. Just if any, whatever you see, just someone. What do you see? A word. What? Light. Look to him. I see the biggest smile. Oh, what else are we seeing? His arms open, yeah. Thank you, Lord. I see fire. I see such holiness. I see all that he's done for us. I see his faithfulness. I see his patience. Oh, God, I see your mercy. I see your playfulness, Lord. Thank you. God, I, I see what you did for me. I see, Jesus, that you were with me in my depression. Thank you, God. I see that you were faithful even when I was faithless. Thank you, Father. God, you are so beautiful. Now help us, Heavenly Father, to let those outside the camp see you as we see you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Wow, what a holy presence. You are beautiful, Lord. You are beautiful. Oh. Oh. Yes, Lord, we look to you. Help us to look to you. I feel I'm supposed to share this. Some of us are saying, but I can't. It's hard. Check this out. Second Thessalonians, may the Lord lead you into the love of God. All you can do, really, when you pursue God is yield <laughs> and then trust. It, even the Lord leads you into his presence. He takes you by the hand. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. <sighs> well, Rick, I'm just kind of hanging here, so. And, you know, I mean, I, I'd love to, if people just want prayer, if you just want to come up and soak, man. I just feel like there's a washing of the water of his word. There's just a, a grace and a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ and his glory that we can pray for each other. Ask him to renew the spirits of our minds. Amen. You know, George, I just want to say, uh, 1 Corinthians 14.1 is all over you. Pursue love, desire the gifts. You are such a pursuer of the love of God. And I, think, I just feel, weigh it, but you've been, have you been asking for the gifts of healing like you long for healing? Dude, don't stop. You are so persistent. Don't grow weary. He is strengthening you. He is strengthening you. Keep praying. Keep praying for people. Keep laying hands on them. Keep walking in that authority. God delights to give you that gift as the Holy Spirit wills. Don't give up. Hold fast. Thank you, Father God, for peaceful sleep too. John. John picked me up at the airport and you said something. Hi, I'm John. I'm here to get you. So are you going to assault me or? 
how is this going to work, John? But John, that had such an anointing on it. Jesus has designed you to walk up to others and say, Hi, I'm John. Jesus is here to get you. That's you. You are such a praying man. You are moved to compassion over one individual and the multitudes. You're going to know when you're to say that. But watch what happens, dude. You have such an invitation of the presence of God about you. People will just melt. They'll just fall into it, just melt into it. Hi, I'm John. Jesus is here to get you. And they might say, well, what do you mean? Or they might say, back off, freak. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because you're going to be walking those pathways dripping with butterfat. Amen? Oh, glory. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, John, uh, I, you have the gift of mercy in a phenomenal way. It's huge on you. And as Craig was speaking, I, I just very strongly heard the Lord say, follow your mercy. When you're out looking, you know, Lord, who to speak to? He said, follow your mercy. When you're looking and you want to share your faith and you're, you're ready to be bold, you're ready to be fearless, you're ready to find who it is that the Lord is on. And he said, follow your mercy and you will find where he's anointing you to speak to. Amen. Amen. Rick, do you have anything on your heart? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking, you know, if everybody wants prayer, we can just we can just slather each other in butterfat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there's just uh, the thing that just kept going to my heart as Craig was was speaking. Uh, how it's easy. Just say this phrase with me. I would say this. Main thing. Just to keep the main thing. The main thing. Amen. You know, as Craig was just talking, I just, I just, just really just thoughts crossed my mind how easy it is to uh, lose sight of the main thing, which is just really simple. Mm. Love God mm. and enjoy Him. Mm. It really is. Yeah. You know, you start and <clears throat> get distracted to, <laughs> from the main thing. And so... I just really just think God's just saying tonight is just just get the main thing, the main thing, and and just enjoy Him. Y'all agree? Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're supposed to pray for people. <laughs> uh, so let, let's just stand for a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lord, we just we agree, God, that you you would give us that place of just keeping the main thing, the main thing. If you just want to come up and just just stand in the presence, of the Lord, just feel free, just.
just come and just stand and, and just receive. God, we just, just want to receive from your presence, your glory, your kingdom tonight, God. Yeah, Lord. Man. I want to just enjoy the beauty of your, de- just enjoying the fill of your delight, God. Being filled with your delight. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lord, we just stand in your good goodness, God. God, just remember that, just as da- David said it, Lord, I would have despaired unless I would have known I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. God, I, we just pray that you would wash your body with the goodness of your Holy Spirit, God, right now. Just wash us, wash us with your word. Wash us from distraction tonight, God. Wash us from, from, from the, the things of the world, God. We just bless you, God. We bless you, God. Oh, we thank you, God. We bless you, Father. Holy Spirit, just come, wash your people. Wash us in your goodness. Wash us in. Uh, Oh, we bless you. We just encourage you tonight. If you just need to come get prayer tonight, just come. And if you need healing tonight, come. Just come. Just enjoy Him. Just enjoy Him. Just believe that God's going to heal people without even people laying hands on Him tonight. People are just going to be healed in the presence of the Lord. If you want us to lay hands on you, we'll lay hands on you. Come on up. Bless you. We're going to close out. Enjoy the Lord. Enjoy your people. Enjoy the goodness of God. Have a good night. We'll pray for you if you want to come up. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. So come up if you need prayer.